Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's episode is titled The Unforgiving Leader. I'm going to share with you an example of myself, my own leadership, and my own struggle with unforgiveness. And then I'm going to share with you a couple ideas that I learned from a mentor that I've put in practice for myself and I've been using uh, as I've coached leaders for about five years. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about why unforgiveness keeps you from your goal and how in the world can you start that process of forgiveness, okay? And at the end, I'm gonna share with you two opportunities in the future that you might wanna take advantage of for yourself and you definitely will wanna pass it along to other people, okay? You're probably gonna wanna take notes for this one, not a ton of notes, but there's a few really juicy bits in there that you're gonna wanna listen to, okay? Awesome, enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So today I want to talk to you about the unforgiving leader. So let me just preface this with I'm going to share some stories about me when I was um, a school administrator. And uh, because I think it's really important to share not just my story, but so that you can see somebody who, you know, currently I work with hundreds if not thousands of leaders in various positions. Many of them are just starting out, um, but many of them have been at this game for a while. And the one thing I know is that, you know, when you, when you work with somebody and they're teaching you and they're mentoring you, there is a tendency to say, oh my gosh, you know, Michelle's great and she knows it all and gosh, I can, I can never be like her, right? Um, and, and I've actually heard that from people in the last few months. And let me just say this before I jump into the material. That is so not true, <laughs> okay? And the reason why I do the work that I do is because, first of all, I know I'm no different than you. I've just had a different journey, right? Or I might be farther along in my journey than you are. And secondly, I don't want you to put me on a pedestal and say, Michelle's so awesome, I could never be like her because I want you to be like me. I want you to take what I'm teaching you and I want you to run farther than I've ever run with it before, okay? I want you to be even greater than I am, okay? So I, I just thought I needed to share that with you guys this morning because we have um, just people out there who, who think, oh, I couldn't do that and that's so not true. I really, really want you to internalize what I'm teaching you, run with it and, and be awesome, okay? All right, so let's talk about the unforgiving leader. So first of all, let me preface this with, you know, many people look at the idea of forgiveness as a personal development item. Therefore, it has no place in the workplace, right? It has no place in the boardroom, um, has no place in the, you know, the nonprofit world. It's so not true, okay? Your ability to forgive, yes, it's a personal development thing, but it directly affects how you work in the workplace, so uh, for me, um, you know, I had an employee at one time who was very capable, okay? He was amazing. He really was amazing at his job. However, um, he was unwilling, 
Okay, so there were some attitude changes in him over time. Uh, it became very apparent that he didn't want to be there, right? Um, he he had the skill set, but he didn't have the belief or the attitude that that you know kept him there, right? So maybe his body showed up to work, but his mind and soul didn't. Okay, um, he developed a really bad attitude over a series of probably a couple years. Um, and quite frankly, he got to the point where he was, you know, talking about me as the leader in a pretty negative way. Um, and at one point actually tried to, um, I guess, tried to start a mutiny, I could say, right? Um, tried to really uh, split the, the team, okay? And I will be honest with you, I did not handle that well. I just did not handle that well. Um, I, I took offense. I really had a hard time. My feelings got hurt. It took me a really long time because at that time I was still suffering from people pleasing. Now I'm, I'm a recovering people pleaser. And so I, I didn't handle it well. And now I understand what happened, okay? It had nothing to do really with him uh, and everything to do with me, how I was thinking and what I needed to, to do as far as growth, okay? Now, I did not know what to do. I, I really didn't have any guidance. I, I didn't at the time have a boss who, um, quite frankly, could lead me well, um, not somebody who had forgiveness on their radar, right? And I really struggled, uh, even after I finally let him go, because it, it just got to the point where he, he had then at that point was not doing his work, and uh, all of our bottom line numbers were being affected, so I did have to let him go. Um, but I can tell you this, that it, it definitely affected the way that I thought about my next hire, okay? So when I was trying to find his replacement, I was very hesitant. <laughs> I was very hesitant. I did not want to uh, find a replacement. I was trying to desperately try to figure out how can I restructure my team. I knew I needed to find a replacement and I, I really struggled with distrust. Okay. Now, one thing I know is that as I've worked with dozens of leaders in one-on-one -on -one coaching conversations, this is not my thing. This is our thing as leaders. Many leaders struggle with this same pattern. Okay. And, and when you have a situation where, you know, you're, you're having a lot of hurt, a lot of offense, um, your thinking is involved and, and maybe you're struggling with grudges or unforgiveness, uh, it makes leading other people more difficult. Okay. So, you know, flash forward several years, I, I started working with a mentor who had, um, quite frankly, had an amazing story of walking through forgiveness uh, in personal and professional life. And he really started to teach me the principles of forgiveness and also what happens in your body and in, in your brain when you have unforgiveness and also forgiveness. Um, so... One thing that I did was I had to consciously forgive this person, even though, you know, he he has no place in my life anymore. Um, quite honestly, I don't even know where he's at. He might be listening to this video. Um, if you are, you probably know who you are. Uh, and if you are listening to this video, let me just say I, I completely and totally understand where you were coming from. Um, because he was doing his best with what he knew at that time. Now, he might be a totally, completely different person at this point, right? When I walked through that forgiveness of this person, it was about me, 
It was not about him. So it was not about, you know, limiting the things that he said or did or, or excusing them or denying them in any way. It was acknowledging them and trying to understand. And, and really what I understood was, you know, we're all trying to do the best we can with what we know and what we have. And so was he. Okay. The next thing I really worked on was uh, this idea of forgive small. So um, realizing that when you're starting this process of forgiveness, you might not want to start on the big stuff, okay? Um, the stuff that has a lot of emotional attachment for you. Uh, so I began practicing forgiveness in the car. At that time, I was quite frankly doing 20 to, to 40,000 miles on my car a year. So I was driving a lot, right? And I found I didn't have road rage. I just had a really healthy dose of road impatience, okay? Um, I would really just get a little unnerved. And that's a sign that you've got some unforgiveness that you might need to take care of. So I began to forgive other drivers and, and kind of tell myself, okay, I don't know their whole story, right? Um, I would make up stories, right? Oh, that guy cut me off because he's just not paying attention. Or, oh, that lady, you know, is driving erratic because, you know, maybe she has an emergency at home or something, right? So I realized that not only do we make up stories about other people, and, and when something happens to us, we make up a story um, basically about how they're a jerk, right? <laughs> um, but we also, we never know the whole story. And then I began to think about this idea of, of times when I felt judged in my own life and realizing that doesn't feel really good, right? And so I really started to practice empathy and compassion for the other person. Um, so trying to come from a place of understanding versus a place of offense. So I really don't have time today to go into uh, a lot of what I could go into. Honestly, the just the brain science around forgiveness and what it does for you. Tons of examples of how I've been able to walk clients through this idea of forgiveness. Um, and it's totally unleashed their thinking in, in their personal and professional world. Um, if you want, I will, um, in the comments, I'm going to leave my, uh, my search engine link. Okay, so you'll you'll have the the searchy link. So let me tell you about that real quick, and then I'll I'll give you my two um, challenges for the day. So the searchy link, um, what that is, is it it is a link to um, go to a search engine where you can search all of my material. Okay, so currently we have over 300 episodes on the podcast. We've got um, videos on YouTube. We've got videos, live videos on several groups in Facebook. Um, if you want to know more about forgiveness, I guarantee you we have tons of hours of, of training out there already in those different formats. So follow the link in that the to go to that search engine and just put in the word forgiveness now, here's the beauty about what's going to happen when you do that. It will give you all of the podcasts, all of the videos that we've done before on forgiveness. So you can choose, you know, which ones you want to watch. However, let's say I did a 30-minute podcast and at minute 15, I talked about forgiveness. It will tell you exactly in there, go to minute 15. You do not have to listen to the first 15 minutes of that podcast. You just can listen to that forgiveness part. Okay, that's the beauty of it. It saves you a lot of time. And if you're like me, quite frankly, I can read a whole lot faster than I can watch a video. 
it will have the transcript there all ready for you, okay? So this is a great way for, for all of you who are following me. Um, if you can't get your, your question answered right away, go to the search engine, um, put in some, some keywords there and see what pops out to you, okay? Awesome. So um, there are two things that, that might help you in this area of growth. And again, I don't have my time today to really go into depth on these, but you can search them and you'll, you'll find them out. Well, the first one, not the second one yet. But the first one is um, our Empowered Leaders Membership Group. So this is the group where our, um, basically we have almost 70 people in our group. Uh, we have content every week, uh, released Friday mornings. We talk about things like how to build solid relationships. So of course, forgiveness would be one of those. We talk about how to get the work done, not only for you as the leader, but how do you help your team be productive? Um, we talk about how to empower and engage your team. And we also talk about some design elements. So things like, you know, how do you design a good staff meeting? How do you design a vision, right? Things like that. So if you're interested in growing your leadership abilities, I would highly recommend that. Uh, again, I'll leave that link in the comments for you so you can, you can follow that. Um, and then this is an announcement. I think if you're listening to the podcast, I think I, I announced this a, a few days ago. I got the date wrong. So on July 20th in the evening, uh, we are having a free teaching call and we're talking about all kinds of things related to your self image. So how you see yourself. Now, again, many people will say, that's a personal development thing, Michelle. Why in the world are you teaching me that as a leader? The way you see yourself is the way that you will lead. And if you are, are not finding a particular result that you want in any area of your life, perhaps your influence at home is not what you would like it to be. Maybe your, your influence since this pandemic, you know, the changes in your thinking and things like that, you haven't been able to be as productive as you wanted to be. Listen, it's sometimes it's not about skill set, right? Sometimes it's about your self-image, how you see yourself, okay? So we're going to do a free teaching call on July 20th in the evening. Um, definitely save the date. I've, I, we're working on the, the script right now, and I'm telling you, I'm getting so excited about it. Um, and then we're also going to have some free goodies for you. Uh, I'm really excited about that too as well. So, hey, Thank you so much for showing up. Thanks for watching today. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to, to chat with you and make sure that you have all the resources you need, okay? So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.